us all up this morning. For this, what is your this? He said something major. He said, in all things, exalt thee in all things. Oh, God, that's a lesson learned right there. My God. That's when you make it to the place where you know it wasn't the devil. We're going to stop giving him credit. Whatever this is, it's all God. And everything about it, he has a purpose and an assignment for it. And with tears in our eyes, whatever this is, we start giving him praise. We start giving him glory. We start worshiping him. We're going to quit going to the pity closet and looking for having a pity party. We're going to start looking for God. That requires with tears in my eyes when I don't even know what I'm looking for. I'm just going to start praising and worshiping, calling him up. He said, in all things, exalt thee in all things. I'm going to tell you how you do that. Y'all need to write that down. You said, exalt thee in all things. Exalt thee in all things. I'm going to tell you how you're going to do that. What's your homework assignment? What did I say at 930? You need to go to the book of John and see everything in the book of John that John said you're going to have to believe. That's the only way it's going to come to pass and you be able to exalt thee in everything. You got to first believe that he is. And it's our belief that keep tripping us up. Thank you, praise team. And that's the reason why we can't exalt thee. Because it's in those moments, because I don't believe, that fear comes in. It comes in and it snatches away God's moments in our lives. For this, we're going to learn how to praise him. We don't care what the situation is. We're going to look for him no matter what the circumstances is. We already know that one day we're gonna be stretched out wide. That's everybody. Man, a man born a woman is what? Is what? I can't hear you. Yeah, so it's going to happen. But while I'm here, oh God, gonna give him praise. I had to learn that too. I had to learn that too. Instead of fussing and cussing, go to my inner chambers. Before I move forward, I, I forgot to make the announcement and give it to Portia, but next Sunday, immediately following church service, will be our end of your family meeting immediately afterwards. It won't take us long. We just go in immediately after service. We are going into our family meeting for the end of the year. So I encourage everybody, please don't come here leaving. If you're concerned, I say this, if you're concerned about your, your uh, ministry, business. That's what I say. And then I make sure I post it in the, um, in the group chat. That thing, exalt thee in all things. You're going to have to make me a, 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 a post where I, I can put that in every place that I sit, like at home, at work, and you look at it and it calls to bring to your remembrance. This is a moment to exalt thee this ain't no moment to fight back. This is a moment to exalt thee. Psalm 127. Verse 1. We're going to, one, one verse of scripture. Psalm 127. Verse one. Oh, by the way, last night Portia did an amazing job in uh, where there's smoke, there's fire in Cordia. She did. She did an amazing job. She released some some knowledge that other folk hadn't heard, and and they were gravitating to it too. 
I'm telling you. Psalm 121, 127, verse 1 read, Except the Lord build the house. Well, look at there. So Psalm 127 and 1, it reads, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. So our topic of conversation this morning is divine setup. Divine setup. I want you to notice um, in this text when I, it's probably going to be a little different than you used to hearing it preach, but I found a pattern in the Bible that helped me out brought me to understanding of a lot of things. And it's, it's the issue with us is we listen to give a response and not listen to understand. And I'm telling you, if you ever start understanding things, you'll stop fighting yourself, beating the air, fighting the air, or beating the water, and wearing your own self out divine setup. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you for this, for the worship for your spirit that dwells in this place and in us. We thank you, God, that we don't want to do nothing without you, and you are definitely here in the building. So we bless you, and we honor you this morning. Thank you for this word. Your word is already blessed. Now bless us with your word. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. So, in this text, this is Psalm 127. It is called a song of degrees for Solomon. And we, I've heard it preached where, you know, we, we basically kill Saul, uh, uh, David barely make it in, and we in love with Solomon. <laughs> well, all were kings. So it's called a song of degrees for Solomon. So me, when I see words, uh, why is degree there? I go and I look it up. Degrees mean elevation or journey to a higher place, a climatic, uh, climatic progression. So, and then I ask the question, how did Solomon make it to the place of elevation? How did Solomon make it to the place? D, we're ringing. How did Solomon make it to this place of elevation? And I find out in this text that Solomon couldn't be Solomon without David, and David couldn't be David without Saul. And I picked up a pattern in the Bible where all we, King just mean who's in charge, who's governing the temple, the house at the particular time. And so, so King David was King Saul's successor or replacement. Saul was the people's choice. When you look in the scripture, his downfall as king was pride, which means arrogance or self-importance or ego. The he had the fear of man, meaning he should have feared or reverence or respected God. He was more interested in his own reputation and honor. Saul always downplayed his role in his bad decision making. He kept bringing in other people as if they were responsible for his mistakes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what fear of man is. You have more reverence. You want to look like somebody you want people to talk highly of you, and when they don't, your, your chest sinks in. Mm -hmm. So Saul was this man of pride. He was the man, he, was, uh, he feared man, and, and he, didn't, he didn't take responsibility, and he was envy, he, meaning jealous, greed, bitterness, or grudges. Not only that, he was the king that was declaring evil spirit. And evil doesn't mean that he's bad. Evil means you're absent. Your mind is absent of thought, uh, of the spirit of God. That, that's what evil means. So, so King Solomon was King David's successor or replacement. King David was a man of war and bloodshed, but known as a man after 
God's own heart. He battled in his mind that spiritually he was battling in his mind. Uh, naturally, it looked like he was a king that battled a, 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 a lot of, uh, had a lot of war going on uh, in the kingdom to make sure the kingdom uh, is not overthrown. But spiritually, he battled in his mind what looked good. How did he get Bathsheba? It looked good to what the Bible say, his own eyes versus how, what, how God saw him when he was chosen. Come on, somebody. So when he sent God, sent Samuel to, to choose a king, he says, all those that look good from the outside, my God, let them be. Do you have any more sons? And, and, and Jesse said, yes. Go, he's tending sheep. Go get him. And he looked nothing like his brothers from the outer man. And he says, that's him right there. He's king. And so when he comes in, although he have battles in his mind, and although he's, he's falling after what looked good according to his eyes, he's still chosen by God. Oh, yeah. See, see Saul was the, the, the people's uh, choice. The people, that's what the people wanted. We want to be like the other people. Give us a king that, that uh, 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 we want to be like them. We don't want to be like you. We want to be like them. And Saul ran the kingdom into the ground. And so God says, all right, time for me to put a, 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 a spirit man back on the throne and, and let me get David Although right now, because of his sawness, he's seeing with the wrong sight, but that's not a problem to God. So he says, he battled in his mind, but God chose him anyway. Apostle Paul records in Acts chapter 13, verse 22, after removing Saul, he made David their king, and God testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my old heart. He will do everything I want him to do. So let, let me... Uh, uh, um, let me fix this right here because we don't allow, do you notice the pattern that we come in here being governed by our carnality, our carnal state, and, 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 and we picked up, we, we see what's good for our eyes and we've allowed our influence to be the outer man. And that thing have had us in some places and we have done some things, we have said some things, some things was done to us and it's almost like there was no hope for us and then God start calling you out of darkness into light and he already know where he's calling you from David he already know that you have issues but the issues ain't the problem because he don't look at the outside of us he look at what he placed on the inside of us and he said I'm gonna put David on the throne David gonna be that warring part of us that bloodshed the one that's got to kill off some things my God. So, so David's life was a portrait of success and failure. Unlike Saul, David was the one that began to examine his heart, his soul, his mind, which is the seat of thoughts, desires, love, purposes, and actions to detect the real issue and declare in Psalm 51 verse 10, create in me. God allow us to bring our mind and put it in the light of Christ. So what? So that we can examine ourselves so that we can see what needs to be cleaned up and not condemn us and not judge us and not beat us down, but so that we can get to that that's on the inside of us. So this is a very strategic plan by God, which takes us to 1 Chronicles chapter 28. And I wrote in here, follow the pattern, discover the plan. 
See, we've been beating ourselves up because we don't understand. We've been fighting ourselves and fighting other people because we don't understand the patterns of God. Why would God allow me to be governed by somebody else other than him and then decide to call me out as King David knowing that I'm looking with these eyes right here only to give me an opportunity for transformation of my mind. Say, oh, Lord, I can work with her. Come here, Renata, I can work with you. Come here, Ty, I can work with you. Come here, I can work with you, Kisa. Come here. And because of what influenced us before, we come to God looking at the outside of us. Woo! Having an eyes for what you think is best for you. But that's all right, because he put you in a place. You, you just have to understand the pattern, and if you understand the pattern, you'll start following the plan that it was put in place for it to be exactly how it was. See, what we got to do is take this wish list, because some of the stuff that we were told in religion is nothing but a wish list. It's like when you sit down and you have, have a, a spade partner and then you, and you're playing spades, you don't get to say, I'm not going to play this hand. What you get to say, if you're a real spade player, you sit there and you strategize. You'll make a tour club book walk. And if you like me, your eyes get big. And, and I start intimidating everybody around me. Don't let Bird Lamp can be mine, because that's my partner. It's <laughs> we were playing a game, so I, I'm the type. I, you know, I, yeah, I'm, being, I'm getting saved today. <laughs> I don't care what the game is. Me, Keisha, and Pam. And, and table were playing left, right, center. You just roll the dice and, and you move stuff around. And then I realized I was down to one dollar. I, I know, I know. And I was on the phone with my sister because she the one introduced us to the game and I realized the game was going on and I, my attention was somewhere else. So I call you back. So I start paying attention to the game. And I start saying what I want my dice to be while I'm looking at them. And Pam's saying, don't look at her, Aunt Tavis. Don't look at Miss Donna. You know, because she was next to me. And what, what I do affect her. And I think Keisha was on this side. So I'm t I ain't no need to be talking to Pam, because Pam over here, what Pam do affect Keisha and Aunt Tavia. So I got this, I'm rolling. And then when they get the roll, I just start calling out what I wanted to be because ain't no way that I'm walking away with nothing. And when I look at her and I, she getting ready to roll, I'm telling her what she about to roll. It's going to benefit me. Come on here, somebody. And so I'm looking at her and I'm saying, this is what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? So Pam instead of telling that table, don't look. Don't look in her eyes. Don't, don't look. And so, so needless to say that I looked up and my money started stacking up. And so I called my sister back and I said, I'm beating them out their clothes. And she said, well, well, you uh, give them a couple dollars. This is not a welfare system. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is that you, can, you, you cannot change the hand that has been dealt you in life. You got to learn how to strategically begin to play the hand because you don't get to turn them down. And what we've been operating in is the wish list, what I wish it was. And you're looking at your eyes, what somebody else got going on, and you want what they have, but you don't know what it takes for them to have it. And needless to say, I left out of that with a stake. When are you going to start understanding this plan that God has given us? He allowed us to be Saul. He allowed us to walk in our ego. He allowed us to walk around to be the people's king. And now he's saying, all right, time up. Come here, David. You're going to be a man of war, which says what? I, gotta, I may have fallen, 
but I got back up. I may have made the wrong decision, but it didn't kill me. I may have caused Bathsheba's husband to die, and I might even mess with Bathsheba, but that's not who I am. And I ain't going to cover up no more what I did. But I'm going to put it all on the table. So put it out here so I can say, let me examine myself. Because I'm not liking these results. And the problem is some of us like some of these results. Because we don't see it as it's us not being who we really are. You understand what I'm saying? So you walk into truth and you look at the hand that God has given you regarding life, and you don't sit up there and say, I don't want it. You start learning how to make a tour club win a book. That means it takes your attention and your focus. That means you gotta watch what cards and remember what cards been played. Remember, you gotta be, that, that means you gotta check in to your own life. So David is the one that says, oh, let me work on my, let me put it on the table. And I'm going to have a, a it's going to finna be a bloodbath. I'm going to be the king of war where I fight uh, spiritually with my own self to become so that I can perceive, I can know what God sees in me. Because obviously, if he called me, he sees something different in me. So 1 Chronicles chapter 28, David calls together all the leaders of Israel. And he tells them, he says, all right, all y'all in charge. He says, I'm calling forth everyone who has, responsible, has a responsible position in my kingdom. Meaning, I'm bringing all my thoughts to the table. And he says, in verse 2, he stands up and he says, hear me and, and my brethren and my people. He says, as for me, I had in my heart to build a house of rest for the ark of the covenant of the Lord and for the footstool of God and made, made, had made ready for the building. Meaning after he had warred, he had in his heart to build the, uh, the house of God so that God can rest, rule, and abide in him. He says, but God said to me, thou shalt not build a house for my name because thou hast been a man of war and has shed blood, which is very significant, meaning that I've come out of my carnality, me being the people's king, and now I'm walking into my spirituality, meaning when I confess salvation, meaning my next move is to go to war with myself because you can't build God's house in, in war in a war and stay in a place of dysfunction and torment so you you can't build God's house you got a battle for God's house and we don't like the battle because here's the wish list they say give God your heart and give the preacher your hand and your life should be a whole lot different. And what we do is, because the people have said that to us, we, we, that's a wish list. That's not a true hand that you've been dealt. What you've been dealt going to take some time for you to become. So, so I, I, I know God sees more in me, but right now I don't see it. And so I got to battle with myself to see what God has shown me, meaning I got to kill off for life. And he says, you're not going to be able to build it. Your fa this phase, you were the one that was battling. You were the king that examined your heart and says, all right, I have an add-on. Meaning something been added to the promise of God. Mm -hmm. Y'all feel me? Y'all understanding me now? So he says in verse 6 in 1 Chronicles, he said, God chose my son Solomon to sit on the throne of God's rule over Israel. He went on to say, uh, 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 God said, your son Solomon will build my house and my courts, for I have chosen him to be my son, adopted son, 
father, son. Come on here, somebody. And I will be his father. In other words, once you battle yourself, then another you is about to come forth. Woo, God. So, so you're getting ready to see another version of yourself, which means that you hadn't made it yet. You and I have not made it yet. And you're either in one of the three phases. I'll get to Solomon in a minute. You're either still in your carnality, and, uh, or you either still in the battle zone, or you're about to be Solomon. The adopted son. He says, your son going to be my son. You ain't building my house. That, that you has bloodshed. That, that you have battled. That, that you have, have, have uh, 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 you, you have been, you have gone through what appears to be some failures. You, you have some wins and you have some losses. But one thing that you need to do in that particular place is make sure you know the wins and the losses and the why. You need to know the wins, the losses, and the why. Meaning, you need to know if you conquered some things, why? If it feel like you didn't hit the target, why? But we never look at the hand that's dealt us and really be strategic with the life God has really given us. What we do is we operate in the wish list. They said I should be okay. They said, said that I'm already there, but the scripture says it's a process, meaning it's a divine setup. Everything about our lives was strategic. God didn't miss the mark in everything. We just didn't know to exalt him in everything. Yeah, that boy said something this morning. We didn't know to exalt him. But if you begin to walk, come on here, David, and you begin to put everything about your life, looking at it strategic, and say, okay, this might be a tour club, but you know what? I can work with this. Yeah. See, see, we, we bank on the, the uh, big joker, little joker, deuce of diamond, deuce of spade, uh, 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 ace of spade, and then we bank on those things. Why? Because that's how the system is set up with the cards. But I've seen a, 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 a lower number, uh, get, if you pay attention to to the game, win a book. Yeah. But because we're not paying attention, yeah. I get to singing and everything. I hadn't played in a long time. Portia put me out of her party. She was having a little house party. And some of her classmates, she was still in high school, got the talking noise. Dee -dee 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 -dee. Bird, what you doing? Nothing lamp, what's up? I said, I need my partner. So everybody hadn't quite made it yet. So they were so bored, so they was talking noise. And me and Bird sat to the table. And I started singing hymns and rocking. I don't care how old you are. Yeah, the Lord, I'm, I'm being delivered from that. Like, it's just the game, Donna, but they said, See how you get all focused? The people's king. They talking noise. Lamp, lamp, I'm beat in five. And I got all off focus because it was a party that she was having a little house party for some of her friends. And her mama up there should have been in the back with the door locked, up there singing and standing up. And it's like I lose my mind when you when you challenge me. But I'm being delivered, Josh, I'm telling you, I'm getting better. Soft is better, I promise. To got to the point where I got to singing, so push, mom, mom, go, it's out, go. And the children over there, <laughs> traumatized. Cause I don't lost my mind. I forgot where I was, and I ran a whole train on them. Verse said, "Lamp, we threw, we threw. Push it up, put us out there. See, that's how we gotta become with our life. Woo! 
I'm going to stop looking at this thing as an enemy. I got the battle. It came to serve me. It has served its purpose, and now I get the opportunity to lay it down, to give up or to say, you, you took me as far as you could. And then realize it's an add-on. And I get to create means to cut off the extra fat off my heart. So he chose David to say, you going to batter. Who in here in a battle? Who in here warring? It's okay, it's okay. Y'all, y'all need to learn to be okay with the hand that he gave to you. Because here it is. Side note, when you battle your mind and settle the war within, peace becomes your state of mind. Oh, it has a purpose. You are you battling to win your peace. Take your peace back. Now, who in here battling? And you should. You in the right place at the right time. Yeah, but guilt and shame come in. They going to think I ain't say. God called David when he knew he was looking with his natural sight. Because he looked deeper into his soul and saw, saw himself. Anybody, anybody, anybody in here. The question you and I need to answer for ourselves is where are we in the divine setup? We'll find your place and stuff. If you don't work from a real place, you don't get real results. You get superficial because you starting with superficial. Well, I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not this. All right, I can see a little this in me. And the whole while, the, the, uh, uh, you keep getting beat up. You keep choosing with your natural sight. You keep bringing in a soul that don't, can't give you what, what the soul, the breath that God gave you. It don't give you those results. So, Acts chapter 13, verse 20 says, the people desired a king and God gave him Saul. Acts chapter 13, verse 21 says, he had removed Saul and God raised up David to be the people's king. Acts 13, verse 22 said, of this man's seed, David's seed, had God, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a savior. So, so, so he's, you're on your way from your carnality to King David to, to the seed that God has adopted and say, this is my son, I'm going to be his father, and this seed is going to build my kingdom. Type and shadow. Solomon's name means shalom. It means, it's, it's, it's S-H-E-L-O-M-O-H. Shalom means peace, it means sound, it means complete, it means harmony and tranquility, which is derived, derived from awareness of the Christ consciousness. So if you understand that you and your carnality are a great place to be, now you have the work to do. If you understand that you are battling with yourself, you are King David. Why? Because you're on your way to Shalom. And if you don't settle the war, all you're going to be doing is warring. But if you settle the war and see it as the smoke that it is, it's nothing but smoke. It's, it has, has clouded your judgment. It has clouded your decision-making. It has clouded your vision. So this is the pattern that you must pick up in your thinking. This is the purpose for attending worship service. This is the purpose of understanding and teaching the gospel. This is the purpose God sent his son into the world, not to judge and condemn our soul, our mind, but through him the world might be saved. Yeah. You're going to be rescued through peace. Yeah. So if we learn the pattern, we can follow the plan. And we can stop all this judging ourselves, prejudging ourselves, and really strategic look at it. Why? I got to find a way to get a book out of a two of club. I got to make it happen. So why? God knows exactly where we are in our mind. And it's, it's all a divine setup only for progression. Listen at this. I wrote this down. 
because we say it, I don't see it as much as I used to, the, about the knowledge is power. But knowledge is the power that guides the life. Hebrews chapter 9 explains it all. If we'll read, if we'll study to show ourselves approved and stop passing down what was told to us. In Hebrews chapter 9, it's the Old Testament, the meaning the witness of God is the law. It's only power or ability is to remind us of our error thinking of sin. So Hebrews chapter 10 declares that the law, this is the very first one, verse 1 in Hebrews chapter the 10 declares this Old Testament, this old outdated witness of God is, 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 uh, was a shadow, mean a shade. It was an outline of good things to come and not the very image of the thing. And it, it confuses me how we still talking about the law and you're wondering why people is still uh, 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 deep into sin, uh, uh, unable to rise no more because the knowledge is the power that's going to cause you you to rise up from your obscurity. So he tells us, if you still teaching the law, that the veil is still over your face. You are not operating spiritually. You can teach to give some principle and understanding. But it was never meant to give us life. It contained direction for worship. Listen at this as a a a designated place, a physical place of worship. That's Hebrews chapter 9. says it has a, had a designated place. The, the temple was a tent, and then it had, you had to walk through that, and then it had a smaller tent in the back that represents the holies of holies, and you weren't allowed in there. The priest had to go on your behalf. That's the Old Testament. The Old Testament. And so the New Testament witness of God is Hebrews chapter 9. I'm going to get back to except the Lord build this house. But Hebrews chapter 9 explains that Christ, the seed God promised us, become the high priest of good things to come by a greater and a more perfect tabernacle not made with hands. That is to say, not a building. And then if you flip over to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16 and 17, it says, this is the covenant I make with them after those days, said the Lord. I will put my law, that spiritual law, in their hearts and in their minds will I write them. And verse 17 is key. You want to get rid of your sin? Batter yourself and get to your true self, your error of thinking. Because verse 17, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 17 says, And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. See, see, the law put us in remembrance. They went by every year with the blood of an of a, of a animal and remind of us that caused us to see ourselves in a way that God didn't even see us. It, we lost consciousness, and so he sent his son so that we can regain consciousness. Can I tell you the battle that you are fighting, it's worth it, that it's, it's more to it than you think. It's not an indictment on you. It's just the plan of evolution. We will testify, we testify only to what we're witness or evidence of. So if you still in Saul, only thing you're, you're doing is operating in your ego and thinking everything is about you. But if you have started the war and the battle, the good fight of faith, and you're starting to understand that everything good about me is God only. Yeah. It ain't about you. Now that you understand the process, and the intended goal is for Solomon to build the high shalom, meaning peace, sound, complete, and tranquility. Now we can understand Romans chapter 7, verse 25, that now that I understand because the first covenant says that it was a designated place to worship. The second covenant says this thing ain't made by God's hand. So Romans chapter 7, verse 25 declares that we serve God with our mind. So you ain't coming here serving God because you usher, because you preach. 
because you cook, because you play instruments, because you work uh, uh, media, sound, because you clean up, because you do whatever it is that you do. You serve God with your mind. You're coming here to win the battle of your mind. Because there's some knowledge that's been dropped in there. Don't allow you to see yourself as you should. Second Chronicles, going back, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 10. When Solomon, when peace, takes the throne, God comes to him and says, what is it you want? Second time we've heard that, when Esther went before the king. Esther, I'll give you half of the kingdom. What is it you want? My life. Oh, God. So when he comes to Solomon, in 2 Chronicles, verse 1, your desires change. When peace take over, you're not worrying about looking good for the people. You ain't worrying about your houses, cars, and land. We know, God know we have need of those things. But you having need of those things is different than you having life. So when, when, when you and your carnality, your life is your stuff. But when you win the battle of your mind, the spirit within you comes to the forefront. And so 2 Chronicles chapter 1, verse 10, Solomon asked God to give him wisdom and knowledge, not stuff. He says, to, he says give me wisdom and knowledge to accomplish my purpose established by you. Oh, God, he ain't up here crying about no light bill and about no husband and no wife and about, and about no children. Learn how to deal, play the hand that's been given to you and exalt him in all things. He says, I need wisdom. Wisdom is our intuitive self, our spiritual intuition. It's the voice within us, the voice of God within us as the source of our understanding. And he says, give me knowledge. It's the knowing. There's a knowing in us that have the capacity to rise above intellectual knowledge. The knowing that man receives from the direct fusion of the mind of God, which is his, his mind, is our real spiritual knowing. Give me knowledge and give me wisdom. You ain't up here whining and pining. That's a place of maturation and matured, maturity. Because here's the thing. You won't have to whine and pine if you know the voice of God within you and you start from that seed. Yeah. Our problem is we start with our seed from our carnality and then beg and wish and hope. There's that wish list. So God replies to Solomon, this is what you want to hear in you because this was in your heart and you did not ask for riches, possessions, honor, and personal glory of the life of those you hate, all my haters, nor have you even asked for long life, but you, are asked, you have asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may rule and administer justice to my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge has been granted, verse 12, but I'll give you the riches, the possessions, the honor, and such none of the kings who were before you have even possessed. Meaning this, if you are in your carnality, you may have some riches and you may have some possessions, but you don't have God. If you're in King David, you're battling within yourself. And at that point, at riches and nothing else is important because you're in a battle in your mind. And number three, if you win the battle of your mind and you walk into Shalom, into King, the King Solomon that you are, you get the wisdom and you get the knowledge and then everything that comes with it. When we come into alignment with the spirit or have a pure heart, meaning our motives are right, we're not asking for stuff. We're asking only for what is needed to accomplish our purpose. This whole lineup have been about us coming into who we really are. 
And it doesn't matter if you don't have any furniture in your house. If you ain't driving the best car, you better believe that's not who you are. Who you are is what God have chosen for you to be. And when is that going to be enough? When is what God have said regarding you is going to be enough for you? You keep wanting pats on the back. You keep wanting people to talk highly of you. The Bible says once they have patted you on the back, that is your reward. So accept the Lord, build the house. Now I can get to my scripture. Can't build it as Saul. Can't build it as David. You can only build it as Solomon. And this house is not made with man's hands. We don't switch witness. And you can only be a wit testify to that you're a witness of. Now, where you line up? No indictment, no judgment. Finally, I like the fact that y'all, some of y'all actually, because some of y'all, we have real deep conversations. And we keep pushing. I keep pushing you. And, and, and the main thing that I bring you to, if you really talk to me, is understanding. I want you to understand what God got going on so you don't misunderstand what's happening. And so, and, and so we can't praise him. Why? Because we too bogged down. We, we have no idea how big God think of us. Because he's thinking of himself. He said, woo, woo. When David come through himself, who I can't wait on Solomon. Solomon ain't going to ask for Bathsheba. Sol- Solomon ain't going to try to kill Bathsheba's husband because she done made the, he done made the wrong decision. He, he after me. So accept the Lord build the house. This speaks metaphorically of the Lord's direct guidance and direction in our lives. This is the reason why Solomon is the one that sang this song right here. He says, that, oh, it's, it, this thing is beginning to be a, 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 a place of elevation. And thank God I didn't have to go through what David and Saul went through. But thank God that they are an extension of me and they are the reason why I'm here. So I'm going to walk out of the wish list and what I wanted my life to be. And I'm going to pick up these cards with this, this one, one ace of spades and all these hearts and diamonds. And I'm going to learn how to love through the hearts. I'm going to learn how to allow my diamonds to be purified. Come on here, somebody. I'm going to play the real hand. And I'm going to return to love of my own self. The word accept is major right here. Accept means not including God will not yield God results. Accept God, the Lord build the house. The house represents the dwelling place and our sense of self-identity, security, and place in this world. It's a metaphorically for your inwards. The building not made with man's hands. We cannot reasonably hope to have a fulfilling life without God. It can't happen without processing through ourselves. Spiritually, Saul, we were born born in sin, shaped in iniquity. King David, a man of war uh, uh, and, and bloodshed, but known as a man after God's own heart, has, re- has a record of his success in those failures, but those experiences caused him to examine his heart and not turn away from Solomon, represents Shalom, meaning peace. I, now that I win the war, I can have a sound mind, meaning I can be in harmony with the spirit that dwells on the inside of me. So we should be able to come to the house of worship and be truthful as to where we are in God's divine set up solely to work on ourselves without condemnation and judgment. And to answer a question that was put on Facebook, if this knowledge is not being taught, yeah, you're going to come to church for 30 years and you're going to still lie fornicate 
commit adultery, still operate in, in anger and hatred, you're going to be everything opposite of the fruit of the Spirit. And it amazes me how people think you can change without being taught the knowledge because the knowledge is the power. The knowledge, the living word on the inside of us is the only way we're going to be raised from the dead. So don't come to me with that foolishness. Understand the process. And if only thing you being taught is hellfire and brimstone, yes, I'm still going to do it. I'm just not going to do it in front of you. <laughs> D, D say, Lord, have mercy. Because you can't live outside your own thinking. And honey, if all you're doing is getting up there judging and condemning, that's really what you think of yourself. So if you don't show up for yourself as the Lord, the house of the Lord, the house the Lord built, you will always be the hindrance in your own purpose. Yeah, you're going to stop, stop blaming everybody. Except the Lord build the house. Excluding God from establishing the family, family, they labor and work in vain. Vain meaning you come up barrenness. There's no fruit of the spirit. You, 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 vain means pride, falsehood, emptiness, or nothingness. Man might praise it, but what does God say about it? Mm-hmm. So Proverbs, listen at this, y'all, and I'm done. Proverbs chapter 24. Y'all ought to write this down. This is good. Verse 3 and 4. Solomon says something very strategic that caught my attention. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 and 4. He says, through wisdom, through the voice of God within me is a house built. And by understanding, meaning your ability to comprehend, is established. And by the knowledge, the uh, word spoken, the living word, not the written word, the living word lives inside of us, shall be the chambers, the house is filled with the spirit, with all the precious and pleasant richness. Through wisdom, the ho a house is built. Through your understanding, it's established, meaning your ability to comprehend what I'm saying, the, your ability to understand the rhema word, what I'm being preached to you, and your ability to understand, to know the voice within you. And you don't get the wisdom until you have made, have battled. And it's by knowledge, the living word in you, shall the chambers be filled. Meaning all the rooms in my house are many mansions. If it was not so, I wouldn't have told you. And this, ain't, this is not when you die. This is when you die to your carnality. This is not when you leave this earth ram. I'm trying to get you to see me, to know me, to sense me while you're here. Process through, except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Keep means to be in charge. The city is our mind. The city is the thoughts, the 12 powers of man. See, we want God to resurrect some dead stuff. You know, kill him because he did this to me. Hurt her because I know you saw, saw he, God ain't even concerned about that. He said, child, I didn't I see you to live? You said, aren't you still living? Didn't I cause you to live through it? And you never at once exalted me in it. You never at once looked for me in it. I was standing there the entire time. So you better go look up the 12 disciples or the 12 powers of man. Them the only thoughts that's going to be resurrected with you to build this house. And he says, unless the Lord keep charge of the city. That's the only way. That's the, that's the, the light of the world. That's, that's the only thing going to cause you to illuminate on the inside of you. And you keep wanting to, to get him, get her. They don't know who I am. I'm so anointed. God going to get y'all because of me. Isn't that a wish list? Josh, I, it drips off my fingernails, the anointing. I'm oily. Here's the fear. Talk about me and see what happens. Child, I don't been talked about, scandalized. I don't even cause it. Some of that stuff I did, people should have been talking about me. 
y'all ain't going to die. God love y'all just as much as he love me. Well, let me, let me say that back. He, yeah, yeah, he love y'all just as much as he love me. So to think that with y'all oily selves, if that's it's even, even, you know, we make up these words. I'm so anointed that I have to guard my peace. I have to be mindful of who I'm around. Can't let my peace escape. Honey, you ain't even had no peace. If somebody can come and mess up your peace, you, you never had it. it. It's showing you you never had it. It's showing you where you need to work on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Why is, why am I, what that, right? Getting on my last nerve. How you count? We got a whole nervous system. You count them? Are we going to start looking for God in every place now? And stop all this foolishness, this wish list. And if y'all want to know what I mean by, like, uh, uh, playing a, 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 a spade and being focused on your cause and trying to figure out how you can make it happen. Invite me to a spade in this table and I'll show y'all how I act. I mean, if we plan go fish, it's over. Uno. Oh, you ain't seen that by Uno. Yeah, because these kids right here make me sick. I don't even want to play with them because they like, they my mini-me's. Except God build the house. Give yourself a true assessment as to where you are. Come on, somebody. Here's the thing. Stop prejudging everything. That's how you win the war. I'm giving y'all some nuggets. Stop prejudging everything and let it be exactly what it is and come out that wish list and say, all right, let me evaluate. Because I'm on my way to peace. Okay, God, I understand now. And if you don't understand something I say, why not ask me? If you're trying to get understanding, if you're trying to win the war with yourself. And y'all ain't no uh-ohs. The stuff come out your mouth really reveals where your heart is. Fix it, Jesus. Right? No judgment. No, oh Lord, is this really what I'm thinking? I'm gonna say this and I'm done. I'm gonna say a little bit of this because I'm just basking. I, I it, don't nobody else have to know but me. But when I was in New York, God revealed something to me that blew me away. And I'm only gonna say this. He says, you're finally starting to, to lead with your heart and not your head. Is that right, Genesis? He says, you're finally starting to, you don't, I don't prejudge anymore. I ain't stopping nothing no more. If, it meant, if it's not to be, it needs to be gone. I ain't wishing no more. Am I making sense? I ain't, I'm not stopping. I, the war is over. I'm not fighting anymore. And if he says it has to go, it's gone. If he says keep it, if he says go in this direction, and I had a moment by myself. I didn't need nobody else to cheer me on. I started cheering myself on. And then flying back, looking out and saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you. At looking at how it looks up there. And he said, it gets better. 
Right now, I can't imagine nothing better, but I'm open to better. I don't have to fight no more. I don't have to cuss. Because the truth of the matter is James chapter 4, I think it is, says that, child, the only reason why y'all fight, he says it in the first verse. The only reason why he was talking to the children of Israel, I believe, and he said the only reason why y'all fighting with each other because you fighting inside yourself. And your only thing as he got down was submit yourself to God. You haven't submitted to God. So stand to your feet and lift your hands and give God some praise and receive what I have spoken here today. Child, I'm in the process of something great in me. The world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. I could be slapped down in the middle of chaos and not be disturbed, but standing there looking for God. Category five storm handed, headed my way. And I'm standing there saying, oh, that ain't gonna tell you in the middle. Let me focus. Let me give you some praise. Let me give you some glory. Let me give you some praise. And let me give you some glory. And that's how my whole trip was. It's like, oh my God, oh my God. Sir, so I looked up at the buildings. And I lost, it's like, oh my God. So you gotta start looking for him. Take that wish list and give it to that fake Santa Claus cause the wish list is fake and the Santa Claus. Oh, okay. Uh. Don't she talk too much. I had to tell her. Child, that ain't child. <laughs> she was gone for a moment. I just rolled a bike. <laughs> and Por Portia found out because that that was I was not sober in those days. <laughs> and child, I'm two shades in the wind on the thing where I done hid the gifts and Portia said. She made me see it. That's, that's my bicycle. <laughs> like, child, you ain't see that. <laughs> she knew, like, child, ain't no Santa Claus. That stuff in that closet in there. <laughs> Except God build the house. Divine set up. You don't need the stuff. You need God first, and then those things will come. Right? Seek ye first, and what? Yeah, right standing with him, alignment. Any questions? Any questions or concerns? Saul was necessary. David was necessary. They both leads us to Solomon. Shalom, peace, be of good cheer. Shalom has overcome the world. And it's not this world system. It's that cosmos, that whole city. So if you want the city to light up, what you need? What's the city? See what I'm saying? But y'all ain't got no questions. The city, the scripture says, is the, is the, uh, the disciples, Jesus was telling the disciples that you are the light of the world, the city that sits on a hill that cannot be hidden. So the disciples are the 12 powers of man. Those are all, everything that needs to be transformed on the inside of us, which I gave out that sheet, right? So that means it cut out a lot of thoughts that we have. Because the only thing gonna light you up is those. 
allow you to see stuff as you should and discard stuff. Start cleaning out your closet. So y'all got me now? What's the city? Hmm? Which is what? The 12 faculties. The disciples, the 12 powers of man. Because when once that's, I'm, and I'm going to say this and I'm done. I'm trying to get us to understand. If you don't understand, please ask me. When the church was born in Acts, when Jesus come on to start his ministry, he, church was going on as usual. And he went and said, you come with me, you come with me. You no longer going to be fishermen. Of, you're not going to be fishermen. You're going to be fisher of men. And he trained them. And then he went away. He said, now you finna do the work spiritually. So if you don't understand that, ask me. So everything that we are asking God to do and change, if it's not in line with what, what you saw with, with those 12 faculties, you know to discard it. That's a cheat sheet. Now he ain't trying to get nobody forgetting you. Find him in the get. Say amen, somebody. Put your hands together.